Unket Industries proudly presents the Dixie Stenberg and Brassy Battalion Adventure Theater, a pendant production. In the early spring of 1942, President Franklin D. Roosevelt ordered the formation of a clandestine squadron of P-47 Thunderbolts. This squadron was known as Brassy Battalion, and this is their story. Tonight's episode, The Skirmish at Stuttgart. When we last left our hero, Dixie Stenberg, she was on the tarmac outside AeroQuest Dynamics, having just returned from the first Brassy Battalion squad test flight, and Billingsley had said he had news of their first official mission. Let's listen in as they settle in to McGuff's office. Just a moment, please. I'd like to take a roll call. There ain't no need for that. It's play as day that we're all here, Bill. Miss Stenberg, there are rules and regulations that must be adhered to when one has the privilege of working for the United States government. Privilege? Is that what you call it? Huh. I would have gone with hassle. <laughs> oh, Dixie, my dear. I pray you never lose your particular brand of pizzazz. Pizzazz? Is that what you call it? I would have gone with discommodiousness. Discommy what? Why is everyone looking at me? Just get on with it already. That's what I've been trying to do all along. If you hadn't been so insufferable... I wouldn't be me. Indubitably. (sighs) Moving on. Scalzetti, Joseph, United States. Right here, Pops. Galen Thomas, United Kingdom. Yo, Tommy. Hey. Mr. Galen Force Wind over here. Hmm. What's that? Someone say something. LaRue Lily, Canada. Lily? Lily? Mm. Sorry, Reggie. I was helping Ferdenberg here with some uh, homework. Her lips like velvet. Oh, her smell like lavender. Her skin like silk. Oh. Freudenberg. Yeah, boss? I tell you not to talk so much for a reason. Yeah, boss. I don't know what she sees in you anyway. (laughs) Boys, boys. There's plenty of me to go around. At Archenko Benedict, Soviet Union. I'm here. Where else would I be? I can think of a few places. I give up. I told you, Bill. So, this first mission you were talking about. Oh, yes, yes, it shall be my moment of glory. Since when did this become all about you? It was, uh, an unfortunate choice of words on my part, Mr. McGuff. Back to the mission. Look, Bill, I know you're anxious for us to get started. Truthfully, I am too. But we ain't ready. Not even close. Well, we have no choice. I follow orders just like the rest of you. We go on the mission with a squad we have, not the squad we'd like. What kind of damned foolish tomfoolery is that? Well, ain't that a kick in the pants? Working for the government is rarely, if ever, a simple thing. When working for capitalist pig governments, maybe. In Russia, it is simple. Do as told. Yeah? Well, life ain't that simple. Not even in Russia. So what's the mission, Bill? What's that a map of, Joymini? Exactly. You'll be heading here. Stuttgart? 
That's in the heart of Nazi Germany. Which is what makes it such a devastating first strike for us. It will be the least expected and should have minimal air defenses. You'll geoslip in here, a few miles outside the city. Fly in with a low ceiling as you've got ground targets. A train, munitions depot, troop encampments. All worthy targets, but not your present destination. No, you'll be going after this. What's that? A factory that's been manufacturing panzer tank parts. It's Army Brass's hope that by dismantling the factory we will cripple, or at the very least severely impair, the Germans' ability to repair and produce new tanks. This could have a profound effect on the ground war. So then, let's take it down. We will leave it in ruins. You'll leave immediately. With the time difference, you should be arriving there with the dawn. Then let's get going. Maybe I can stop in New York on the way back and catch a Dodgers game. You will be flying a highly classified piece of government property, Mr. Scalzetti, and you will return it to this hangar immediately upon completion of the mission. All right, pal, relax. I get the picture. It is vital that you do not veer off course. The geoslip will require nearly half of your fuel for your trip there and nearly half for your return trip home. Any deviation from the preset flight plan could be disastrous. But what if Germans have birds in the air? If they come after us, we have to defend ourselves. No one hits me without me hitting them back. We allotted as much fuel as possible for such a dire circumstance, but you must understand the gravity of the situation. You have enough fuel to get there, fly into Stuttgart for your strafing and bombing runs, and get back home. There's enough fuel for perhaps ten minutes of dogfighting, no more. So what happens if the fuel drops too low when we try to geo-slip back home? Let's not even discuss that. It is not an option. Do not waste fuel. Your very lives depend upon well, it. let's get going already. All that's sitting around talking is wasting time. Sure, I suppose. If we must, we must. Bill! Yes? Look! Thunderbolts ain't even in active service yet, much less ones that have somehow been modified to do what ours can do. And these kids are green, and we're going to be flying in the dark, and... And we're going in down one member because Corny's plane won't be ready for weeks. Scared, Miss Stenberg? You know, I had some real concerns. But stuff them, and stuff you! We'll get the job done, and I'll bring them all back in one piece. I certainly hope so. Dix, be safe. Safe don't get the job done, Frank. I hope you know what you're doing, Mr. Billingsley, if anything happens to her. And now, a word from this week's sponsor, Umket Industries Oral Hygiene Division. Friends, one of the very best ways to help you guard against gingivitis and cavities and halitosis and to help your chompers always be naturally bright is to massage your gums and clean your teeth with the Umket Industries motorized toothbrush. Now with a new Velocitator. But don't take my word for it, our highly educated, very smart talking robot has something to say. The Umket Industries motorized toothbrush is made with genuine robot parts harvested Directly from my highly educated, very smart, robotic body. That's right. Why, just listen to it run. That sounds smooth. 
Now friends, since the Oolkit Industries motorized toothbrush costs no more than ten times more than an ordinary toothbrush, why not use it? It will easily outlast ten of your regular toothbrushes because it's made from me. Trust me, I am a very smart, highly educated robot. Start using our new motorized toothbrush tonight. Buy one from Mom, Dad, and Junior and get a free tube of Oolkit oil paste to keep it lubed up and running fine. Oral hygiene is fun for the whole family. Oolkit Industries motorized toothbrush is sold at all department and hardware stores. That's spelled U-M-K-E-T. It's pronounced Umkat. And friends, don't forget, take your old toothbrush along with you when you buy your new famous Oolkit Industries motorized toothbrush. You can compare and clearly see how much bigger our motorized toothbrush is. And as we all know, bigger is better. This is America. And remember this, when you don't care about your teeth, any toothbrush will do. But when you care about looking good, it's... Umcat Industries motorized toothbrush made directly from me. Now with the new Velocitator. We now rejoin our program as the 1st Brassy Battalion Fighter Squadron takes to the air for the first official time. I'm sorry I couldn't join you this time, my compatriot. I'll be with you in spirit. Good luck and Godspeed. All right, ladies and gents, this is it. I don't need to remind you that this is for real. But I'm gonna anyway. <sighs> this is for real. Real lead, real stakes, real targets, real threats. Don't take any chances and get your butts back safe, because I ain't paying you to die. Firing words, Frank. Okay, listen up. I'm running the show. I call the shots. I send you in, you go in hard. I call you off, don't peel off, and you stay out of my way. Don't go off Fifth Avenue and try to be a hero. Everybody got that? I will do as you request. You're the boss, honey. I will comply. Joey! What? Joey! Mine! Jeez, crazy dame. You all stay in constant radio contact with me and each other. You stay on my wing and you stay in formation. And be careful of the geoslip. The reentry is gonna disorient you something fierce. Don't let the bird go get to you. Watch your trim and yaw. Focus on the altitude and keep yourself These level. These are greener than grass. <laughs> I've got a bad McGuff! Holy Moses! The radio's still on, bird brain! That wasn't very comforting, was it? This is... Uh, how you say... Awkward. <laughs> Thanks for the vote of confidence, boss. No kisses for you. Less talking, more shooting. Let's go already! <clears throat> yeah, right. The runway's clear and the skies are yours. Alright then, let's get this done. See you in a few, Frank. That's what I'm praying for, Nix. And so the 1st Brassy Battalion Fighter Squadron took to the air. At the command from Dixie, the pilots set the coordinates into the compass and engaged their geoslip levers and vanished from the night sky. Little did they know that a world away, in a remote and hidden castle, a very special gift was being prepared to welcome them to Deutschland. Hmm. Yes, yes. Oh, yes, this is most pleasing. Mr. Volker! 
That's taking the playing coy thing a bit far, don't you think? Spit it out already. Guys! What? Here? I... <laughs> no. No. Of course not here. Oh, Renny. Look what you made me do. I'm sorry, Master. I only... You'll have to clean this up, you know. But, and would you look at that? The acid is eating through the floor. Why, if that continues, Master? it could conceivably eat through the dungeon doors. And oh, what a travesty that would be. We don't want what's down there to escape now, do we? Master! Now, Vrenny, I'll not have you talking back. You must remember your place, Master! Geist! I don't like this new attitude of yours. Sorry. Master, please forgive me. I only wish to remind you of the call from Geist. Yes, of course. Did you think I'd forgotten? I was merely testing to see if you would forget. You passed wonderfully. Now, what are the news? The Allied pilots and their shining planes are on their way here. Here? Impossible. No one knows of this castle. Not here, but to Stuckart, the Panzer factory. They are attacking far sooner than I expected. We don't yet have any data on their planes for an undercover agent. Well, no matter. Yes, you see, we have no less than ten squadrons of Luftwaffe in the area. We'll merely shoot them down and recover the data on the planes the old-fashioned way. In person. Come, Vrenny. We shall prepare a welcoming party for them. A party most foul. <laughs> Good heavens! With advanced knowledge of the attack, Dixie and the battalion will have to fight for their very lives. Has that dastardly villain planned the end of our hero? again, Tommy. There ain't no other way home. Ooh, what a ride. Almost as good as a night in Bangkok. Let's do it again. You'll get your wish in just a couple minutes, Lily. Okay, set your heading due east and stay on my wing. You've got all the photo of the factory. Once it's in sight, we drop out to and engage. Do not break formation. Brassy Battalion flew on with courage, sadly unaware of the grim fate that awaited them. Um... What is, uh, I mean, uh, what are all those things in the sky? There's, there's so many of them. They're gods. They're my Oh no, 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 no. They must have been waiting for us. It's a trap! Abort! Abort! Luftwaffe dotted the early morning sky over Germany as far as the eye could see. A hovering black cloud of evil. Volker was determined to acquire one of the Brassy Battalion Thunderbolts and wasn't about to take no for an answer. Die, you Nazi scum! Someone get these blokes off me! They're all over my tail! Hang tight, honey, I'm coming. 
Joey, big up to the left. Stop it. I can get this one. He's almost in my sight. I said big left, damn it. Listen, you. I... What the hell? You had a plane on your tail. I could not get there in time, comrade. I am sorry. So you... I had you big out of the way, and the one chasing you collided with the one you were chasing. You can thank me later. Thank you? That was my kill. Forget the kills. This ain't no time for heroes. It's my job to get you back alive. Lily, that you up front? Always, honey. Damn, I still don't know how she's so fast. Everyone, form up on Lily. As soon as we're clear of the scuffle, we're out of here. What do you got? I... I don't think we have time. Yeah, learn English already, damn rusty. No, not that. I mean, the fuel. Looks like I've got enough. Same here. Ain't gonna be a problem. Stop, there is plenty. No, I... It blew half. I... Lily, you clear? Clearing clean as a whistle. Then go. Now! Bandit, go! We live to fight another day. Galzetti, go! Damn it, Joey! Go! Son of a... Tommy! Tommy, where are you? Dixie, my plane, the fuel. I thought I checked it before liftoff. But maybe, maybe I forgot. How can I forget? I never forget. I always go by the book. The fuel gauge is on my checklist. You're too damn slow, Tommy. Speed it up. They're all over you. I can't. I can't make it. You have to. Come on. You're almost clear. No, it's... There's not enough fuel to get back. You have to try. You can't... Thomas! My engine! I'm falling! Oh, God! Hold on. I'm coming for you. No. No. There's nothing you can do. You haven't enough fuel. Go back. Go back. I can't leave you. You have to. Live to fight another day, like Benedict said. It's standard operating procedure. This isn't how it's supposed to go. Goodbye, Dixie. Give my love to my mom. And like me. Thomas? Thomas! Formidable avocation. This production has starred Emily Ledley as Dixie Stenberg. What a rush! Shannon Gaffney as Frank McGuff. It was chaos. Steve Anderson as Reginald Billingsley. Of the most unforeseen kind. Pete Milan as Freudenberg. What happens with the poor British fellow? John Solzbach as Cornelius Robert Sims Pearson. Goodness gracious, Mr. Thomas Galen. We hardly do ye. Tim the Jester Gillick as Joey Scalzetti. Ah, jeez, does everyone have to get all sappy? Chris Britton as Thomas Galen. I'm not dead yet. I'm feeling better. Perry Whittle as Benedict Arachenko. You think you might survive, comrade? Alicia Lane Matheson as Lily LaRue. Oh, I sure hope so. He was really handsome. Catherine Pride as Vrenny. I wouldn't know. Master still doesn't like it when I talk to other men. Justin Dobby as Volker. Honestly, I thought it was a delightful episode. I don't see what everyone is so morose about. Julie Goldstein as the robot. Perhaps they are morose over their poor oral hygiene. I give my left arm for good oral hygiene. Actually, I did. 
and Jeffrey Bridges as the commercial announcer. It's true. What do you think those motorized toothbrushes are made out of? This is Seth Adam's show. Stay tuned next time as Dixie returns home and the fate of Thomas Galen is revealed on November 7th, 2006. Only at PendantAudio.com. You've been listening to a Pendant production of the Dixie Stenberg and Brassy Battalion Adventure Theater. Brought to you by the Umket Industries Oral Hygiene Division, maker of the Umket Industries Motorized Toothbrush. And remember... It works because it's made out of me. Now with a new Velocitator. Stay safe, America, and good night. This production was written by Jeffrey Bridges and directed by Seth Adam Scher. Umket Industries presents the Dixie Stenberg and Brassy Battalion Adventure Theater, created by Jeffrey Bridges, copyright 2006, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.